We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Blue Wire. Discover the defensive training secrets of America's finest baseball school in an exciting videotape. Baseball World's Defensive Drills video features professional scout and instructor Tommy Mansky and the same revolutionary new training techniques that have produced Baseball World's back-to-back-to-back AAU national championship teams. The Defensive Drills video vastly improves players' arm strength, running speed, quickness, agility, and infield and outfield defensive skills. Even coaches practice organization. Lou Pavlovich, Jr., editor of Collegiate Baseball Magazine, calls it a masterpiece, the best defensive drill video ever produced. Many professional players are excited about this videotape. Just ask Atlanta Braves superstar Fred McGriff. This is the instructional video that gets results. All right, welcome back to Big Screen Sports, the sports movie podcast brought to you by Blue Wire Podcast. I am your host, Kyle Banduho. Hope everyone enjoyed last week's episode, McFarlane USA, and just in general, the month of April. I thought we had a very solid month on Big Screen Sports. Uh, did Everybody Want Some, an all-time baseball movie, all-time college movie, one of my favorites. Did Happy Gilmore for Masters Week, all-time golf movie. Uh, my my pick of Happy Gil- or my pick of Jordan Spieth to win the Masters did not go through, but all the congrats to Hideki Matsuyama. Um, y'all have also been awesome about the five star reviews on Apple Podcasts lately. That has been awesome. Those help the pod grow. They soothe my ego. They serve a lot of purposes. Uh, for real, it is very cool that uh, that we've seen so many five star reviews on the page. If this is your first episode of Big Screen Sports, subscribe, rate, review. You know, you know the drill. Subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Check out the entire collection of Big Screen Sports. A a bunch of evergreen episodes covering your favorite sports movies, your least favorite sports movies, and some some different kind of themed episodes. And for this episode, we're going to wrap up April with a special episode, bringing back a returning guest. He, he's been on normal episodes of this podcast covering a movie. He's been on themed episodes. He hosts one of my favorite podcasts in the game. He's the host of USA Baseball's Covering the Bases. It is my buddy, Darren Vaught. Darren, welcome back to Big Screen Sports. Thanks, man. Always, uh, always, always an honor, I say. And, and I think I am responsible partially for the soothing of your ego, as you described it, with a five-star review. And like, you know, if I can do it, anybody, anybody can do it. Yeah, yeah. Darren, 
rated and reviewed big screen sports five stars you can too uh, and you also everyone needs to go check out darren's podcast covering the bases he is talking to guys from usa baseball darren take it away tell the folks where they can find your podcast what you've been up to lately at time of recording you have recently dropped an interview with uh, former number one overall pick uh, current minnesota twins farmhand royce lewis it was an just a special conversation tell the folks what's coming up at uh, covering the bases yeah, man, Royce was great. And I don't know that you're going to find anybody more positive than Royce, especially immediately following a, a torn ACL and finding out that he's, he's going to miss the entire season, a season in which he probably was going to break out and become a big leaguer permanently for the first time. Um, it was funny that, that when, you know, my Brad, who does media relations at, at USA Baseball, was like, hey, we should reach out to Royce because he's going to have some time. And <laughs> my initial response was like, nah, Brad, we should have reached out before he got hurt when he was like, when it was buzzy and he was gonna he was gonna he was gonna break out this season and 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 bust into the majors finally and that sort of thing. So to me, I was like, man, if I was Royce, I would be annoyed. But I was like, you know, upon further review, let's make it happen. And he was fantastic. Like you said, I, I, and it was great to catch up with him, which is a huge part of the thrill of, of doing all this. But, um, you know, if, if those listening are baseball fans, they might've seen that recently former angel angels manager, Mike Sosha was named manager for team USA to, to help them finish up Olympic qualifying, um, and hopefully go to Tokyo. I mean, technically speaking, USA is not qualified yet, but that continues in June. Sosha is going to be the dude to lead the team. And uh, I recently spoke with him and that episode, um, I guess by the time you drop, this should be available for, uh, for download. So Mike Sosha was really good. You it, actually, <laughs> it would be of interest to listeners of your pod here, Kyle, that I don't know if you remember a ton from the Simpsons episode, Homer at the Bat, which is now a Hall of Fame TV episode, right? Probably like a Mount Rushmore it. Simpsons episode. 100%. And, and it is, again, quite literally in the Baseball Hall of Fame in Cooperstown. Well, Sosha was one of the guys in that, in that episode. Um, we talked way more about the Simpsons than I thought we would. So look forward to that. He, Sosha was a lot of fun. He was good. Yeah, I'm going to be listening. And, and something, well, the reason we're here to, to talk today is something kind of like Homer at the, at the bat, something that is a big <laughs> part of, of growing up in the 90s and watching sports. Today, Darren, you and I are talking about Tom Amansky's secret of the Major League Swing <laughs> and Tom Amansky's Defensive Drills video commercials. Uh, as well as the one I found that's the original that doesn't feature the back-to-back-to-back newspapers. Uh, if you grew up in the 90s, especially if you watched a lot of SportsCenter, you saw the Tom Amansky commercials. And to be clear, we're not talking about the videos themselves, per se. We are talking about the two one-minute commercials that you can still find on YouTube. You can also find the full videos on YouTube. Uh, you can also buy the Defensive Drills DVD on Amazon for $20. Um, you can watch some of the bunning video on YouTube, which I found myself doing today. But the, the Tom Amansky videos are just burned in the baseball lexicon. Darren, when you hear, and, and the theme for today's episode, by the way, we are doing 10 questions about Tom Amansky. I don't know how this is going to go, Darren. We might be done talking in 15 minutes. We might be done talking in two hours. Who knows? Yeah, Darren, no when you hear man. Tom Amansky, 
what do you think of? So, I mean, obviously you think of like the, the, it, it's, um, the, I mean, the bad infomercial, the, right? The badly designed infomercial, it's clunky, the way that, it, that things are animated on the screen. I think of, I mean, it's the, he's the textbook instructional video guy for whom you're like, but also what the hell has he done? in baseball and why should I listen to him? Right. I'm trying to, what's the guy's name who had basketball instructional DVDs or or they were VHS, which is another thing that pops to mind is that these were a VHS phenomenon. Um, (laughs) I I don't want to get, I don't want to get too, too far in the weeds trying to remember this basketball guy's name, but it was like, you know, Oh, the, the third winningest college basketball coach at the division two level of all time. And that was like back in the early nineties. So he's probably been buried by 10 other guys by now, but that was the guy. I don't even remember his name, but he was the basketball instructional video guy. And Tommy Mansky was that for baseball, because to this day, I like what other than these, these instructional videos, what, what did Tommy Mansky do? No clue. I mean, he was a, he was a scout. I'm sure you know, hopefully he signs some big leaguers. I mean, we'll talk about Fred McGriff in a little bit, but he, Fred McGriff credits him with um, with helping him with his swing. But I mean, these these videos, it, it kind of reminds me. You know that meme that goes around, and it's like you know you're sitting on your you know you're like your blow up couch, you know, Rugrats is on. You're talking on like your Nickelodeon phone. Life is good. You know, one of those, it's like you're, you're up at two o'clock in the morning. The sports center rerun goes to commercial. It's Tom Amansky and Fred McGriff. Life is good. Like it's 1997. Um, (laughs) Stewart, Stewart Scott just did an Allen Iverson highlight. It cuts the commercial. It's Tommy Mansky and Fred McGriff. Life is good. Yeah. I mean, it's it's kind of turned into more of a meme than an instructional video. But I mean, I th- these commercials were running forever. They had to be selling really well. Um, I I want to run through. Typically, we you know we do IMDb trivia. I just want to pull some nuggets that are in the the Wikipedia Tom Mansky's Wikipedia. <laughs> Just, you know, Tom Mansky is a baseball coach. The man behind the Tom Mansky instructional videos, a set of nine videotapes, which lay out the fundamental techniques of video of baseball. The videos sometimes referred to as the nine commandments, which I have never heard that before, (laughs) have taught millions of views worldwide how to play the sport of baseball. And the commercial for this video has been running nearly 18 years. So, man. So if it if it came out in like the mid two like I mean it when did when's the last time you remember seeing one of these? I feel like at least the mid two thousands. I can't imagine like I I stopped seeing them by then. Yeah. So all right. So definitely I was still seeing them in high school, which would have been mid two thousands for me. You know, oh four to oh eight ish. Um. I feel like I was definitely seeing the videos then, just maybe not as frequently, um, or the commercials for the videos, rather. But, like, I mean, did these go until 2015? Did they air? I don't I don't know. I'm, I am not sure. I think, so it says, another thing in the Wikipedia, 1991, Amansky prepared to release his first videos and filmed a short endorsement clip in Chicago with Fred McGriff. 
the commercial advertising, Amansky's nine videos. This is this might be my favorite part. Has been aired continually and relatively unchanged despite McGriff's multiple team changes, but like relatively unchanged because you think about what baseball looked like in 1991 and then what baseball looked like in 2005. It, it's hilarious. And we're, we're still rolling out the same Amansky with the dated fashion and a lot of very dated drills. Just incredible. Incredible. Well, that's stuff. the thing. I mean, you said that was 1991 that he, he, created that video it might not have started airing until the mid 90s because i don't remember ever seeing it and thinking this is recent (laughs) i mean it to me they have always i always assumed they were filmed in the 80s like they're they're very (laughs) there's a huge difference between the early 90s and the mid 90s i don't know what happened like it was just a big change in video quality and fashion and everything like that there's just there's a big noticeable difference and these are definitely early 1990s still with with fragments of the <laughs> 80s tied into them but this this in the wikipedia is something that that the folks need to know his teams found success winning back to back to back aau national youth championships in three divisions 12 and under 13 12 and under 1990 13 and and it's 13 and under slash under 90 and 91 and 11 and under in 1992. So the back-to-back-to-back AAU Youth National Youth Championships happened. Those are real things. It's real. I would not have guessed that. And Darren, USA Baseball connection here, possibly. Amansky okay. also coached the 1996 Junior Pan American teams to two wins against Cuba in the gold medal. What? what? Hold on. What year was that? 1996 Junior Pan American Games. All right, hold on. Because I mean, have a, Tom Amansky to, sounds like an ideal guest for covering the bases. He kind of does. He's still well, he is still alive, born in, we in have February a, nineteen forty eight. We're gonna do this thing that is uh, sometimes done. Okay, all right. The history page doesn't doesn't go back that long. There's a there is a, a history database. Oh, hold on. Never mind. What year? Nineteen ninety six. All right, so the collegiate national team played in the Olympics in 96, and you said the Pan American? The junior Pan American team. The 18U national team that year, maybe? All right, no, we got nothing. We got nothing. Um, There's note of it, of 96 and the success. Anyways, uh, so like, for instance, when I have someone on the pod for USA Baseball, I will often, that's the first place I check is, is, okay, what did they do for Team USA whenever they were there? And sometimes... Sometimes, like, I was there if it's a guy like, you know, Pete Crow Armstrong or, or somebody like that. But uh, every now and then we're digging we're digging kind of deep. You know, I, I had Jim Abbott on and it was just like, OK, well, that was in the 80s. I need to do some research here. Um, so, yeah, no. OK, um, no, no. There was official record of it, but not not anything I could dig into in, in the, the, the stream of consciousness here. Well, it might be might be time to do a little research and uh, <laughs> yeah. and, and see if Tom Amansky makes a, a a good guess for for covering the bases. There not a whole lot else that that really you know really gives us great background on these videos. Uh, mentions McGriff a couple times in the Wikipedia. Uh, mentions how they have um, they've become like. F- Quote, fodder for sports analysts who wish to reference a lack of fundamental play in professional baseball players. 
Uh, I think my favorite little bit from that is in a 2005 New York Times article suggested that New York Yankees third baseman Alex Rodriguez spend $29.95 and buy the eminent baseball instructor Tom Amansky's DVDs teaching the mechanics of the major league swing. Now, <laughs> I uh, I would like to check because I believe A-Rod in 2005 and for pretty much the rest of that uh Pretty much the rest of that decade was the best hitter in baseball, so that that seems like a like an undue jab towards uh, towards A Rod. Let's see, in two thousand five, he slashed three twenty one, four twenty one, led the AL with a six ten slugging percentage, hit forty eight home runs, and also stole twenty one bases, won the MVP. A Rod doing just fine. That that classic New York media right there. I was well. I was I was about to wager a guess as to who wrote that, um, just based on some recent uh, New York writings about I don't know a Gary Sanchez, um, but we're gonna we're, we're gonna leave that dude unnamed. Just yeah, because it's not, yeah, not, not worth it. <laughs> um, so the the list of Amansky videos and DVDs. There's dynamic practice organization, defensive drills, mechanics of the major league pitcher. Baseball strength and conditioning, which I'd imagine with a thirty-year lens, is hilarious now. Yeah, Scott, that that might be the funniest one to revisit if we were to to get our hands on these videos. Mechanics of the Major League Swing Two. There is not anything about mechanics of the Major League Swing One, so that that's interesting. And then th- <laughs> this is probably my favorite: professional bunting. Yes. Which I mean, you know, th- going back thirty years, it's you, right, you spent an entire video on bunting. So I watched the first six minutes of that today. And the best part is the guy they pulled the, the, the bunter that Amansky is showing is he's got some, um, I don't know how to describe that. They're like the, the glasses that are like the glasses versions of aviators, you know, like they kind of look like aviators, but they're glasses. I don't, I don't know the name of them, but they, they don't have the coolness of aviators, but it's like every, Every overweight dad in the 80s wore them, and like this guy is just like, they found a dad, and they're like, hey, will you throw on some really tight baseball pants and come bunt for us, champ? And that's yeah, kind of what we're working dads, with. All those dads, uh, plus Jeffrey Dahmer, were those <laughs> Yes, Je- so that's Jeffrey Dahmer, for sure. <laughs> he, was a, he was a huge proponent of those glasses, yes. <laughs> um, Darren, let's take a quick ad break, and then we're going to get back with our questions about Tom Amansky. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 
All right, so we're we're back talking uh, talking Tom Amansky. Darren, the first question I have: Did you or anyone you know own a Tom Amansky videotape? No, I did not. No one I knew did. But growing up in rural retreat Virginia, we had connected to Food Country USA, which was the local grocery store. Uh, it was called Movie Stars with a Z. And that was the video rental place. I remember distinctly getting, I, I don't know if any of the others were available there, but the defensive drills video was randomly available at this local, not a big movie rental place. And we rented it once and watched it once. It was me and a, a, a teammate. I was probably... 12 13 maybe when that was the case but that's the only time i ever saw one like in the wild so i i am in the same boat i don't think i've ever seen one in the wild i didn't own one don't know anyone who did i'm kind of wondering if we had if we were like 10 years older and if we had played youth and 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 high school baseball in the 90s i'm wondering if they were around a little more I'm wondering if that was the, because that was a little before I, I get, it was a little before like select ball. Like clearly AAU ball was the thing because you know, back to back to back, <laughs> but um, you know, a little more like dads trying to figure out how to coach and stuff like that. So yeah. I, I'm kind of wondering if you're listening to this podcast and you grew up playing baseball in the nineties and you encountered some, a bunch of the Tom Amansky videos in the wild, I would love to know your experiences. Yeah, and I, if I'm not mistaken, um, I, I watched some of the others. I'm trying to remember where these would have been. So, like, before the youth league season, even though everybody splits up into different teams, they have sort of like a an initial meeting sort of thing. And, and I think for the most part, they were they were mainly for parents. But somebody got the, the wild idea one year that, that we should – just like watch a bunch of fundamentals videos together. <laughs> just and a powwow around the Tom yeah, Amansky yeah, tapes. No, it was, it was the weirdest thing. Like they rented out the community center and it's like, just like chairs spaced out like a classroom. And I remember being in there with a bunch of dudes that like, you know, we were, we were like 10 and it's a bunch of guys that I've been playing with for a handful of years. And by that point, you know, like if you're a if you're a a relatively coordinated, relatively athletic ten year old, like you feel you feel pretty good about how you perform in in that youth league. Um, but I remember I don't remember if they were Imansky videos, but they were something of the like. Um, so I guess that's possible too. That maybe I got the 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 keys to the major league swing part two uh, during that. But otherwise, I mean, no, I. I I would imagine these were way more popular, even if we would have gone back five years beforehand. I think that kind of speaks on what he is to instructional baseball videos, though, because like back when there was a big search engine battle, remember, like it, now I think Google has won. I don't know how many people are using Bing or Yahoo or uh, shout RIP Ash Jeeves, but um, even then <laughs> yeah. people would say, just Google it. It, it, it's kind of the same thing with baseball instructional videos. If it was a fundamental video, it was an Amansky video. I, I was I was watching some Amansky. It might not have been Amansky, but Amansky is 
He is the Google of baseball instructional videos. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that was this guy's place, like to your earlier point, for dads who wanted to coach but couldn't coach. So the what I want to get into next, the next thing is, and I, I, I just combine, what is the best or funniest or most memorable moment from the Amansky commercials. I have four quick nominees that I just okay. want to. So it's the the back to back to back national championship teams, the newspapers, the, yeah. the the newspapers that are all the same thing that just says like, like national champions, national champions, national champions. <laughs> um, Fred McGriff. And, and side note, I would give any amount of money to pay. I, I would give a significant amount of money to get the hat and the shirt that he's wearing, like the baseball world shirt and like yeah. the, the trucker kind of hat that like the, the style of hat my grandpa wears. So Fred McGriff's appearance uh, throwing into the trash can, which like the, they set up the trash can at home plate and that's what kids are thrown into from the outfield. Yep. And then this is something I, I I wouldn't say this is the most memorable because I didn't remember it until revisiting these. But maybe the funniest is a Mansky giving hitting instructions in what appears to be a long sleeve cotton button down and slacks. He's just in business <laughs> casual giving hit lessons. He's the everyman. He's trying to identify to the clueless dad who is happening to see this commercial the day after he volunteered to coach his kids his his kids. Uh, machine pitch team. Or, relatable Amansky. <laughs> yeah, that's what he was. He was relatable Amansky. Um, those are great nominees. I think the obvious answer is McGriff, right? I mean, yeah. that's, that's what we all associate with it. But I cannot tell you how cool I thought it was taking a big, mean crow hop from left field and chucking it into the trash can. Oh, for play. sure. Like, for sure. I saw that. Maybe it was the kids, the kids throw that got me more fired up than, than the trash can, but it didn't matter to me at that point in my life. I watched that and it got me ready to like do some long toss and really care about being accurate when I threw. And the fundamentals. And the, the, fundamentals. the fundamentals of, of following through and making yeah, where's sure your my ball release found point. That. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Man, I, 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 you know, I bet those, I bet these DVDs were full of good tidbits or these videos. Um, okay. So what is the most athletic moment? We're, we're talking just the hitting in the field in commercial. Cause I don't really remember seeing anything else. I don't, yeah, I don't, I yeah. certainly don't remember seeing the commercial for professional bunning. That would have been that, that should have, <laughs> that should be what ran on and ESPN at like four o'clock in the morning. Like yeah. that's for the, that's for the, the, the insomniacs like, Oh yeah, I should, I should, you know, I, I could be, I could bunt. I can make my high school team by being a good bunner. Again, I, I have I have two real nominees. Uh, there is a kid turning two at second in the in the fielding video who is just fucking whipping the ball. It's great yes. stuff. And, great and, uh, stuff. Looks looks good. <laughs> Number five here. Yep, I got, I got him pulled up. <laughs> and then um, there is a a solid like a mini montage. It's like three kids, but. Those '90s juiced big barrels, those bats—they're juiced more than big league players were were at the time. Just connecting in like unison. It's like back to back to back, like three great swings with those, like a black and gold Easton and the the silver and and green Easton. Like those are the bats that are putting up like 18 to 14 scores at the College World Series. It's a special time for baseball bats. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh man, those are um, those are good. And you know me as a as a former middle infielder, it's uh, it's tough to deny my guy. There were a couple of them, but the, the guy number five, I, as I was playing the video silently while you were describing it, he his turns at second were incredible. And then there's a guy when they're doing the the relay throws, who I'm pretty sure, and I say a guy, it's a child doing this. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's using the top of of the fingers of his glove and not actually catching the ball when he's doing the relay. You know, that trick that, that people used to, I guess, sort of try, but not in an actual game situation. Um, so off the back of his glove, he's doing the, the relay just like that. So, like, you stop it with your glove rather than catch it with your glove. Um, and it's a quick, quick relay and a great throw after the fact. Um, yeah, that's, that's a good one too. Isn't there a, um, isn't there a diving catch in one of these? I don't remember. Cause I, that might be a little too much flash for a Mansky. I mean, probably right. Hold on. I'm just scrubbing this this one minute defensive drills video i mean that's the great thing about covering the amansky commercials is unlike a movie like we could just pull these up in real time and watch the whole thing no so you get midway through the the 60 second ad and that's when they start the robotic throwing down the line and then they get into the circle and start you know shoveling the ball toward one another and then that's it that's half the video um, and then McGriff is in there too. So no, I, for whatever reason, I remembered a diving catch that, that I don't think is in these. So I'm, I might've misremembered it, but, um, no, I'll go with the relay throws. The relay throw. I mean, you got to imagine a Mansky's teams turn a lot of double plays, hosing a lot of guys at home. Uh, just the, those, those AAU teams knew where to, knew where to be, knew where to get the baseball, which is a huge part of baseball. You really well, respect it. And, and, and in the midst of the, uh, turning to double play lines in the middle infield, one of the very first ones you see is this like tall, stringy left-handed kid. And he's at second base and it's the most awkward turn ever, but that kid slings it so that he might, he might. We'll bunch him up in there with the. I know the, exactly the, who you're talking about. No, exactly like, who you're talking you about. You would never put that kid at second base there because a he's left-handed and it's going to be awkward if he tries to turn two. But b he also just looks like it looks like Emanski was like, "All right, pitchers, get in this one too." So we looks like we have a bunch of numbers for the promotional video. So speaking of the left-handed kid, let's roll that into the least athletic moment from the hitting and fielding commercials. <laughs> And this isn't the this isn't a lack of athleticism, but did you notice in the fielding one the lefties are turning the wrong way on a repeat basis? <laughs> they are not turning around glove side; they're they're flipping around arm side. Yes, <laughs> which is exactly what I was getting at. There, it's like I don't. Otherwise, I don't know that I noticed this guy at second base making a left-handed turn. Right? Um, there's a. Uh, yeah, because yeah, otherwise, some some of like the underhanded tosses are just kind of in slow motion, just for sake of, and and a lot of this stuff too is is just like, it's clunky and robotic for the sake of fundamentals, right? Um, I think some of those ta- underhanded tosses to to start a double play at the middle infield are uh, 
are are not super athletic. I don't but, think Amansky was a fan of the the pitch, like the option no, pitch. I don't think no. he was rolling with that. Or even just like you know something that I leaned on a lot, and you see a lot of is is you, you like quickly square up, and then you're like you're throwing a dart. You know what I mean? Other than the because kids, and and part of the reason these don't look good or, or, or athletic is because when they think underhanded toss, all of the momentum is coming from underneath the ball. So it just goes up into the air and floats and it takes forever to get to second, which is the last thing you want turning to. Um, so yeah, no, that's the, I, I'm going to go again, middle infield heavy, just because that's, that's my frame of reference here. Um, th- those were not good. Yeah. Uh, the, there's the, the other thing is um, in the hitting one, the kids are doing the stages of swinging off the tee. You know, the stage of the swing, like I, a man who I assume is a Mansky is calling out numbers and it's like, you know, they, they're up, they're <laughs> loaded, they kind of shift their hips and then they swing. And one of those three or four of them just beat the ball right into the ground. <laughs> like, I gotta imagine they had a better take than that. <laughs> but like, also, it was maybe even the preferred way. Hit the ball on the ground. You got to make them make two plays instead of one. Make the defense make a play. (laughs) That might have been what Amansky was teaching. Just, just beat that shit straight to the ground, kids. I mean, it had to be right. It's what like what my grandpa was teaching. It's it's what everybody was. Um, But no, the the robotics of the swing were interesting. And then there's the kid that looks like a, a young Tony Danza. (laughs) <laughs> that was that he was that he's like patting on and and to, to as a demonstrational figure. That's when he's in extreme business cash. Yeah, oh, he's like in a tie too, right? Pretty sure, yeah, pretty sure he's got some loafers on. Yeah. <laughs> oh no 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 yeah, <laughs> not a tie. He's in he's in the the long sleeve dress shirt, like you had said. It's like the three button <laughs> collared thing. <laughs> <laughs> a Mansky just he's rolling over to the filming from his side sales gig at Circuit City. Yep. <laughs> okay, so this is a tough one. The weirdest drill. What what of these stands out? I have two that stand out to me. What what uh what stands out to you with with Amansky's videos? Amansky's yeah. commercials. So the, I don't know that we're going to find one on the hitting commercial. Yeah, the, um, the hitting stuff is pretty standard. It's all pretty standard, pretty solid. The the and I understand why this why you would do this, right? Because there's a there's a certain like a certain amount that I did it as a as a not very good baseball player. But the the step by step slowed down throwing motion. Yes, sir. That is I have that written down. There is because it's it's really if you think about you're trying to throw a baseball. You want all of that to be one fluid motion. And when you, when you clunk it up like that, you probably cause a kid to like tense up more than they should. So that the actual final motion of throwing it is going to be detrimental. I don't, we're getting like way into the weeds in in like some fundamental stuff and whatever on this one for whatever reason. But I guess it it stands to reason because it's a fundamental instructional video or the commercial for it but like that is not a beneficial drill i understand like visualizing where where you want your your weight to be balanced from elbow to elbow 
but actually going through the throwing motion at the end is is a detriment to a kid's throwing motion. Well, the kids are also crouched down very uncomfortably. It's not an athletic <laughs> crowd. It's a very strange yeah. way he has them throwing. It's an interesting look. The other one that I just had a lot of questions about, and I think it's what they opened the video with, you've already referenced it, is when they're in the circle and they're all just like batting the ball around <laughs> to each other. What are... It looks good on film. I guess they're doing a lot of stuff. It seems like, so, but I'm curious about what's being accomplished there. I don't think anything. Like honestly, nothing is being accomplished there. It's a it's a rain delay game. Like they're playing yeah. Gaga. They're playing Gaga with a baseball. It's like summer camp. And you got to <laughs> think like you got an hour long video. That's you're making your best minute. That's your, that that makes it to the best minute. That's in. You don't want to show a kid just like hitting a bomb, or, or you know, like it, it's it's. I mean, this is the fielding one, but again, why not a diving catch? Yeah, it's uh, it's it's tough. I mean, again, the diving catch. It's. I don't think Amansky is teaching that kind of flair. I, I don't think that, even... the diving catch is a risk. What if the ball gets by you? Yeah. What about pull up right, and so keep it if... in front of you? What about infield? There's not a ton of grounders in the commercial, if I remember that's correctly. The, that's the other thing too. They're just throwing it around in the commercial. Like they're occasionally, it's a, it, there's a coach rolling a soft grounder on the the underhanded turn to play up the middle. But otherwise, I don't see grounders. Why why aren't they taking traditional infield? It's it's very strange. Uh, the, very interesting choice because I'm sure there's a lot of. I would guess in the defensive drills video, there's a lot of a uh, lot of funko, a lot of lot of ground balls. So I would have curious. to think so, you know. And Amansky seems to me like he might be a little bit egomaniacal. Like, why wouldn't you know? You know, guys who are good at hitting fungos love hitting fungos. Oh, love yeah. being seen. They love being seen hitting fungos. Amansky fully strikes me as someone who fancies himself a good fungo hitter. I, why? Why aren't we seeing that? Just ripping off one hops and his loafers. <laughs> yeah. So we've been kind of lambasting this, the these a little bit, but what from these commercials do we need to bring back to baseball? If I'm being honest, and and you know, because we played summer ball together, um I think I think the, the fit on the pants. That that's where I, that's where I'm going. Uh at <laughs> least for like the midweek games. <laughs> yeah. the, the midweek mids but also the ultra thin stirrups like the the thin line up the the sides of the calves i don't think we do that anymore no but that's because it's not real that's a bad one we don't want those because those are like fake stirrups those aren't even real it's just a sock with a line right no 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 they actually no they do make those no no they, they do make the stirrups with the the thing uh, that that's a um it's just a thin line up the a thin piece of fabric up, but it still operates like a stirrup. It is wild. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> um, but I do love. There's a really in the fielding instructional video. I just love the the white pinstripe pants. That's a great look with the with a colored jersey. Um, and there are there are examples of that still in existence. I'm sure, but. Um, but that's something that we we can highlight all these years later, I think. And again, the fit on the pants. Again, you you played with me. You you know I, I'm a I'm a 
tight. I heard once that Nomar gets everything a size too small, so it fits tight, and he's just like a, just a, a little uncomfortable, so that he's not too comfortable, like at the plate or whatever. It's the reason he steps out of the box and readjusts his gloves every time, so he gets them super tight. So I I heard that about Nomar Garcia Parra once, and was like, oh yeah, I'm a tight pants guy. Um, so that, yeah, no, that's, we can do that. We can all the respect to, to him. And like, I was always a pants up guy, pants to the knees. And so I, I could easily transition that into some tight mids. I would have been, <laughs> yeah. a, I would have been a huge fan of that. So something I want to bring back, and this is I, Darren, I hope you're ready. I'm about to, I am about to give away just a, a billion dollar idea. Okay. Because my first instinct was like, I wish they would just still run the commercials themselves. And now I'm in advertising and marketing, and I understand that financially, it does not make sense to book extremely expensive TV time for a product that no longer exists. Or or also exists on YouTube. Like, we yeah, can find these videos. Fiscally, it's a form. bad, bad idea. I, I get that. The, the financials don't work. But... I have long believed that ESPN needs to turn one of its many channels into ESPN throwback and just pick a day from like 1996 and run that day sports center, run it live, have it, have the normal day of broadcasting from 1996, tap into that, that nostalgia. And in between the, you know, when you take a commercial break, yeah, you still sell normal ads, but every now and then you slip in an Omansky. Let's get these commercials back on TV. I think there's so, <laughs> there's so many problems in today's country that we could all solve by just coming together and watching Tom Omansky teach the fundamentals <laughs> of baseball for a minute at a time in a, in a commercial. And I, I would love to see these. I would love to see these come back. I also have another thing that they, they should bring back or they should do. Darren, you and I are both huge minor league baseball fans. Uh, you're, Correct. You know, you live in you live in North Carolina. Uh, you know, the heartbed of minor league baseball. How have we not had one of these great indie ball teams, or college summer ball teams, or minor league teams, or you know, the new Appy League? How has no one become the Amanskis? How Man. is it wearing the baseball world jerseys and like, you know, Fred I can't believe appearances. It. Get him there, like. Get McGriff there to do a minor league appearance on the night that you are the baseball world in Mansky. It makes, I can't believe, again, just giving away free ideas here, but I <laughs> I know a couple people in minor league baseball, and like I think it would be, you know, you go, it's back-to-back-to-back night, and you're the Mansky's. <laughs> I think for a team that, by chance has won three consecutive championships in their league, it's a no brainer because then you can actually sell it as a back to back to back night, or you can at the very least put something up on the scoreboard. That is the three newspapers graphic coming, coming down on top of one another. <laughs> I wonder what the copyright situation on these is like, I wonder how tightly a is keeping that, you know, keeping the, the lock on that. Yeah, like is he is he is he to the elements of these videos what Michael Buffer is to let's get ready to rumble. Like to, because to the he's point got where, that on lock, to the, right? To, well, I was going to say to the point where Buffer, if he listens to your podcast, is probably going to ring me up for like a cool thousand just for saying that. <laughs> oh man, yeah, no, I. I... Again, this I think you need to get Amansky on your podcast, and we need to kind of flesh this out and just say, Tom, if a minor league <laughs> team were to approach you and say they would like to be the Amanskis 
for a day. What are you know? What are we saying? You're into um, that, right? Like you would yeah. give them the 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 right to use baseball world on their blue trucker caps. Um, I'm with you too on those caps, man. I I would I would wear one casually, like like crazy. Yeah, might might have to do some research on that. So speaking of McGriff. Where does this rank on how we remember Fred McGriff? And before we get into that, uh, Fred McGriff did a uh, he did a hit on MLB Network. This was a year or two ago. Um, he he spoke on his experience at Amansky a real bit, uh, and uh, you know how this came about and how he's remembered for it 19 years later, which I'm going to play right now. When I was uh, 19, 20 years old. I went down to win a ball, and this guy Steve Christmas, he's like, "Hey, Fred, when you get back to Tampa, I want you to drive to Orlando, see this guy Tom Amansky." So I drive, and I see him and so forth, and he, he shows me a lot about hitting. So now I'm up in the big league six or seven years later, right? So Tom Amansky calls me. He's like, Trey, you mind um, if I come to Chicago, I bring some kids, we'll shoot this video, and you help me out. I'm like, dude, for real? Yeah, no, without a doubt, dude. You help me get to the big league, I'll do it. So he comes to Chicago after game in Wrigley Field. We found a little league field close by uh, Wrigley. He gives me a hat and a, uni- and a uh, jersey, a top. I pop it on. He says, this is what I want you to say. Okay. Guaranteed good results. Okay. So, right. And I tell people, I honestly have never seen this video in my life. Okay. You know, and this stinking video stayed on for 20 years, right? So now, you know, every single evening, you know, the ESPN is usually on in the clubhouses, wherever you're at, in the stadium. They're in the clubhouse. So now I'm in the training room getting ready to play a game or whatever. And here comes this stinking bit, you know, the commercials coming on TV. <laughs> and so in that bit, you know, Fred says he's never seen the video. Uh, but, you know, Fred McGriff finished with 493 home runs. If not for the 94 strike, he's hit 500 home runs. He's in the Hall of Fame. Uh, he's a great player for the Braves, for the Padres. He's in that first wave of Devil Ray teams. But when you think of Fred McGriff, Darren, how how close is this to the first thing you think of when you think of McGriff? It's... um. Well, I'll, I'll I'll start by saying that there's no way McGriff has never seen these commercials. Like, he, yeah, that's, that that that's that's a lie. Yeah, that's an absolute lie. There's no way he hasn't seen these commercials. I, growing up, as you know, I had family in Atlanta, and a lot of my early big league games as a kid were to Braves games at Turner Field. So. I associate McGriff with a lot, including those prime years with the Braves. Then you probably get here to these videos. Like, that's how iconic these things are. And it's not that people like you or me, it's not that we overlook the legitimate quality of his major league career because of this. But this is the very next thing. After you say, man, McGriff was a really good player. How about those Tommy Mansky videos? Right? <laughs> like, that's, that's it. It's, man, he was a really great player. Maybe should be in the Hall of Fame. But you know what? He also was in all those Mansky commercials. <laughs> I mean, I, I hate to say this, but I, I really think this is the first thing I think of when I think of McGriff. I understand what an important player he was in Atlanta, but this is this is McGriff to me. And Darren, also, I'm going to need you to check your email because I'm sending you a link to a uh, Tom Amansky throw pillow. 
that oh I am <laughs> I, I I there's a strong chance I'm buying this. It's got the the back to back to back national championship teams on it. It's got McGriff. Stop. I, I mean it's what is that? It's 1878 euros, which is interesting that this is coming out of the UK. But I mean, that seems like a steal. I don't know the exchange rate on that, but uh, wow, that wow. seems like oh, it's, yeah, it's first, only the cover. You gotta buy. You gotta buy the pillow. You gotta but, buy the throw pillow, which is probably a nightmare. I mean, it looks like a a, a square shape, so maybe it's not going to be a nightmare to find the pillow that matches, but. Interesting. That's on Redbubble. If anybody wants to check that out for a for a man cave of, of sorts, or I think uh, I might put that in the in the show notes. Uh, also, in the show notes is going to be the big screen sports survey, which I did shout out at the intro. So when you go to buy the throw pillow, take the survey, and then also if you take the survey and you buy the throw pillow, just let me know. I'm curious if if you do get the throw pillow. I'd like a I'd like a review. Um, <laughs> so you okay. found this. You found this. Obviously, searching for the cap is that what happened? I, I searched for I searched for the cap. So I found there. There's t-shirts. Uh, there's a bro tank. There's a hoodie. No cap. Can't find a cap. I'm gonna I'm gonna do a deeper dive though. Um, yeah, for sure. When when we're done recording. So. Darren, the, the next well, question is, well, is me, very. Me, I was going to say, let me put let me put a bow on the last question in terms of things that you remember McGriff for. Um, I I think also in contention there, you 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 alluded to it. He was part of the early Devil Rays teams, and you know I think people have certain associations with those uniforms. McGriff is one of them to me because he yes. know, he's an all time player. They had a lot of guys on those early teams that were in the, the twilights of their careers. Like Wade Boggs was on those early teams. Canseco. Um, Jose Canseco was on those early teams. Fred McGriff was there as well. So it was just like a weird collection of guys who had had good careers. And I think McGriff is probably the first one I think of. So I have a visual association between him and those jerseys. Also, Chris Berman, right? Yes. the crime dog. So yes. you know, yeah, the crime, yeah, the crime, yeah, because he was. Dog. Was he the crime dog before he was in this commercial? I'm not sure. That's a good question. I, I don't know the chronology of that, but um, but he to me is one of those guys too that like so like former Carolina Panthers safety Mike Minter is someone I think of, and I immediately think of his Bermanism because he was Mike after dinner Minter. I mean, I, I love a good Bermanism. So, anyway, I, I miss are, you know, that about Bert, sports right now. Yeah, Bert, Behome, Blylevin are guys that, like, when you think of Bermanism, there's a handful that come up right away. Sammy, say it ain't Sosa. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and, anyways, all of that to say, like, fourth or fifth on that list is Chris Berman because McGriff is, is in that group of guys that I, I associate with getting a cool nickname at the – at the the pinnacle of of Sports Center. I mean, potentially the coolest name. It's it's a top tier Bourbonism. Yeah. Yeah. So Darren, this one is this is a this is a world beater of a question. What's the all time best of Mansky? A back to back to back occurrence. There's a lot of them. <laughs> I, I, I was trying to think, I mean I've got I think the obvious answer is MJ's Bulls Pulling off, they pulled off two separate Amanskis in the '90s. But I've got, a, I've, I've got a lot of potential Amanskis on here. 
I like that we're doing this, Amanskis. Um, man, I'm trying to think. I did not. I did not really dig into to preparation for this. But uh, well, Darren, I've got some sports ones. I've got some pop culture ones. Got all the music ones. I've got a Civil War one for you. Stop. Okay, so Russell Crowe nominated for an Oscar in three consecutive years. Now, he is not the only person to do this, but he was the only person where I have either seen all the movies and enjoy all the movies. Three consecutive years. Hold on. Um, Go ahead. Oh, okay. Yeah. Guess. Yeah. Look, I, I don't know if the order is going to be correct, but two Gladiator, of them are two of them are easy. Yes. A Beautiful Mind. Yes. And then Master and Commander. No, The Insider. Master and Commander didn't get near the love it should have. He probably should have okay. been nominated for, for Master and Commander. So he goes, The Insider, Gladiator, Beautiful Mind wins for Gladiator. <laughs> okay. Okay, in terms of directing sports movies. So this isn't a back-to-back-to-back directed these movies, but it is this director did these sports movies in a row. Gavin O'Connor went Miracle, Warrior, and The Way Back. That's a great Amansky to me. That's a good back-to-back-to-back for sports movies. Solid, yeah. No, it's true. Uh, I think I think you'll enjoy this. Lover, Folklore, Evermore. Taylor Swift. <laughs> great Amansky. <laughs> she deserves a, a back-to-back-to-back graphic for that, yeah. So this is another one. This is this is going to out me as a very basic white kid growing up in the, in the 2000s. But this was a musician who was very important to me. He was one of the first people on my iPod. And I feel like he's gotten forgotten. Jack Johnson goes in between dreams and then the curious George soundtrack and then sleep through the static three albums that I still really love. That's a good Amansky. I'll take your word for it, man. I know, I know enough Jack Johnson, but it's not my forte. (laughs) Uh, Okay. So this one is interesting. It's actually one in one third Amansky. So it's, it's back to back to back to back. It is Chris okay. Davis. Chris Davis hitting 247. A's formerly A's Chris Davis hitting 247 in four yeah. consecutive years. Chris one in one third of Manskis. Yeah. Yeah. That's perfect. Uh Christopher Nolan, The Prestige, The Dark Knight, Inception. Back to back to back. Solid. Franklin Delano Roosevelt, a Mansky. <laughs> elected the presidency three times in a row. Important Amansky. Uh the Union Army. Antietam, Gettysburg, Vitz, Vicksburg. Changed Hell the course yeah. of the Civil War. So a couple caveats to that. Antietam <laughs> was technically a draw, but it halted yeah. Lee's plans to move north. So tilted in favor of the Union Army. Uh, I Also, I am sure there are some battles in between Antietam and Gettysburg, but, you know, back to, in all, in, you know, <laughs> Antietam, Gettysburg, Vicksburg, back to back to back. And then the most yep. important one, the 2002, 2003, 2004 Minnesota Twins, AL Central champs, back to back to back, save baseball in Minnesota. That's a great Abansky. Sounds right. Sounds right. I like it. I like it. I did not come nearly as prepared. Well, you sent me the notes, and I got to be honest, I wasn't. I sent them to you late last night. Well, but also, I wasn't 100% sure what you were getting at with the Abansky. Thing. So I was just going to wait on your cue and you delivered, man. So I don't even know that I need to, to, to give any thoughts on the back to back to back. I'd be lying if I said I, I, I did spend a solid hour of work today just thinking of Amansky's. I'm going to think of one in bed tonight that's like, oh, that's the best Amansky. I love, I, yeah, no, we, we're going to make that a thing though, right? Like three consecutive anything that's an Amansky. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I've heard the t- I've heard it be used like that before, but I would like that to get a little more widespread. Yeah, no, uh, yeah, we, we I, need I, to start talking about Amanskis. One hundred percent. Maybe we'll talk to Tom Amansky about the phenomenon that is an Amansky. I mean, that is going to be up to that. That's something that needs to happen. Um, the last question in the last category is the one thing that we're carrying over from a normal episode before more store prequel, sequel or remake. We talk about, uh, you know, with a sports movie. What's the best piece of Amansky content we need to see kind of 20 years later after this? I'm not done with with clearly we've we've been talking for 53 minutes. I'm not done with the, you know, with, with Tom Amansky. I have something I want to throw out to you. I, hold on. How about analytics? We need we need his take on on twenty twenty one baseball. Oh, right? I mean, I would, I would <laughs> honestly pay to see him do this again. Like seventy three year old Tom Amansky brings back the you know Tom Amansky like teaching launch angle, but like he secretly hates it. He's yeah. just a crotchety old man. He's just like, well, I guess you could fucking swing up on the ball. <laughs> <laughs> what we need to do is get it. My immediate thought was. You know, we do for USA Baseball, the developed team, um, those people do, they, you know, they help with partnerships with MLB to where like we have uh, the play ball segments on MLB Network and they'll do like Sandlot to the show, that sort of thing. I think they need to create new imaging that is that has the old school tilt to it, but make it make them segments on on. MLB network or, or, you know, if we want to get a little more risque with it, like we'll pitch it to talking baseball or, or momentum or, or who the hell ever. And we, we get Tommy Mansky doing these drills with like, we're just ripping it up with, with like recreating the ESPN two graphics or whatever. I would love it. I would, I, I need, I need some new Mansky content. So the thing that I had <laughs> thought of, and it's kind of killing Killing two birds with one stone of something that that I wanted to see. Um, recently on this podcast, uh, this week as of recording a couple weeks ago, as of when the episode drops, did everybody want some? A movie I love. A treasure. Great baseball movie. Great cast. I, 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 when I finished watching that movie, I was like, God, I wish I had more time with these guys. Being a baseball team. Wish I could see more of them. I need the cast of Everybody Wants Some recreating the Tom Amansky videos, like in a short I would be all in on something like that. Like I was thinking it at first I was thinking like a comedy short, like some, you know, someone funny. My, my thought was feral, but feral as Tom Amansky would be great. It would be iconic. Yeah. But, but I thought I then thought of the cast of everybody wants some. And I would, I would, I would love to see these revisited with a, with a funny, with a comedic lens. I think there's a lot of fodder for that. I'm surprised it has not been tried. Yeah, even in the in the way of like an SNL skit, mm-hmm. a one a one off thing. I don't think it's been done. Um, the thing is, you would have it would to be done. It would have to be straight up marketed to a baseball audience because, like, you could run that on SNL now, and majority of the people watching SNL, I don't think, are going to get it. Are going to be like, what what the hell is this? But if you run it on MLB Network or, like you said, run it on something a little more you know, a content channel that has a chance to be a little more, you know, risky with their, you know, what they put on there. A lot of potential. We're just giving away free ideas tonight, man. We are. Well, because here's the thing with the SNL bit, too, is that, I mean, people who enjoy SNL are just going to do the same thing with it that they do a lot of the other 
pettier jokes. They're, they're just going to pretend they know what they're talking about and Google it so that they can talk to <laughs> talk to their friends about it the next day. <laughs> a whole new generation of people discovering Tom Amansky through SNL exactly like he planned. <laughs> I've got this vision of what Amansky is probably like in my head, and I, I really hope you can track him down and get him on the podcast. Because I, I really, I, I really hope he is not like the vision I have of him in my head. Because because that that will be a mis- it'll be Bill Ripken all over again. man this was this was a great time uh we i i thought it was impressive that we talked about swingers longer than the movie swingers but we talked about two minutes worth of commercials for for an hour uh darren always a pleasure tell the folks again where they can find you where they can catch your podcast yeah perfect timing the dog is barking so uh (laughs) no i'm at darren vaughn on twitter i mean They'll figure out how to spell my name in the the show there. Um, yeah, go that way. All right, he's he's wandering off. Um, awesome. USA Baseball is covering the bases. Is everywhere you get your podcast. Look it up. Find Mike Scotia, um, Team USA manager. That'll be that'll be a good one. And then we pump them out every two weeks, I guess, two a month. So usually about every every two weeks. And then uh, I mean, who knows where else with play by play and stuff. I I got done calling some college baseball this this the week that we recorded this and had a uh, 21 run performance by North Carolina so um, you know may, maybe nine home runs in a game wherever you can find me doing baseball um, but I, I doubt that'll happen again this year <laughs> well wherever you're covering baseball I hope there's some fundamentals uh, Darren always a pleasure <laughs> if you enjoyed this episode of big screen sports please remember to subscribe or get your podcast rate leave a review you know the drill coming at you every Monday with this podcast not sure what next week's going to be sure it's going to be a good one we'll catch you then thanks for listening Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.